Hey, just left the store. I will be there shortly. Got something for you and the baby. So I will see you in a little bit. Yeah, put the beers in the freezer. And uh, we'll have a good time. Shut the fuck up. Come on, have a little Really? Was it worth it? Now he'll never make dinner, never again. And several people won't make it home. Texting, it can wait. No texting while driving. Brought to you by Road to Stardom Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sister and Roll, the first one of the new year. Appreciate you joining you, girl. We're going to get this show started with some great topics. And you know one of those topics is Cat Williams because he's still got the internet ablazing. People are still talking about the Cat Williams interview that he did with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay because he aired out a lot of comedians talking about Cedric stole his joke and that Talked about Steve Harvey Talked about Phase on Love Gary Owen Kevin Hart <coughs> Excuse me y'all he talked, That's what he talked about And um, So yeah we want to get into that As well as some other stuff Just give me a minute here So yeah So you know the interview with Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp was last week. I think it was last week, last week Wednesday. Yeah, last week Wednesday was the interview. The interview is at like 30, 30-something million views already. It was at like the first day was like at five million because Cat dropped a lot of bombs and like when he said such as the entertainer stole his joke because he he said I think I did talk about it on a little bit about it on VOE from the pages to the airways. I don't remember doing I don't remember doing the sixth and road and talking about it. So so yeah, he um so he aired out Cedric didn't say so his jokes. He said back in 1998 he did Comic View. He did the joke on Comic View. Comic View they liked it so much that they used it as their intro. So when you would see the commercial of Comic View, or you would see that when Comic View come on, you would see him do this joke in the intro. Now you know the internet. Don't when you put something out there, the internet is going to go look for receipts, and they did. They found Cedric's comedy special where he did the same joke as Cat, and Cat's version of the joke it was a Cadillac, and Cedric he said a spaceship. Same joke, same premise, same premise of the joke that he he switched the car. 
who switched it from a car to a spaceship. It's the same joke, just switched from a car to a spaceship. Right? So then he talked about Steve Harvey, how in Detroit they did a, uh, like a comedy competition, and he said he beat Steve Harvey. Right? He said he beat Steve Harvey. And that's what made Steve Harvey what he did. He he beat the the pants off of Steve Harvey. That he made Steve Steve Harvey quit comedy after that. But you know Steve Harvey will give you a different reason of why he quit comedy. You know he's been doing it for. I think at the time Steve stopped. I think he did, was doing comedy for like 25 years, right? And um, he said that Steve Harvey said he never wants to be an actor. But Steve, when Bernie Mac, rest in peace to Bernie Mac, when he got the part for Ocean's Eleven, he said that Steve went and tried to get the same part that Bernie had gotten Ocean's Eleven. I think already after Bernie got the part. But Steve has said he wasn't trying to be an actor, but you go behind, this supposed to be your boy in comedy, and you go behind his back trying to get his role in a movie. Like, even if you're not, you're not wanting to be an actor, you did. He did, um, you got served. He was the... The, the the DJ and you got some disc jockey and you got some I think he did the Cedric the Entertainer the Johnson Family Vacation I think he was in that um, I think he did a cameo in Think Like a Man either one or two he did a cameo in but you're not trying to be an actor Um, when he's Cat Williams said when Steve Harvey was on Shannon Sharp and did an interview that Steve said he had seven shows, right? But Cat said no, he didn't have the seven shows. He he didn't have seven shows at the time. Like it's like you say one thing and then there's evidence to contradict what you say. Now, if somebody say, oh, they was in a movie and then say, well, I don't want to be an actor, but then get asked to be in other movies and you do the roles, but you're not trying to be an actor. And then, you know, with the subject entertainer part about stealing jokes, the internet, you know, they found out, you know, his joke, says joke, they put it, you know, they did like a, they played, Cat first, and then they, like, Cat had a movement he did when he was doing the joke, said did the same movement, and, like, but then you have to, and a lot of comedians have said, you know, well-known, com, well-known comics still joke. They do still joke. So they say, if you are up and coming, I Whatever you, let's say, whatever you doing your comedy set, that these 
well-known comedians will come, watch you do your set, right? And watch you do your set. And um, the that one joke that you did in your set that killed the most, that was the funniest, they will take that joke and use it. But then that day, the, you know, the big-time comedian, if they go on TV with it, it comes, it winds up being their joke. And I think at the time when Cat did his joke, he was called Cat in the Hat, so nobody knew who he was. And he did comedy. And he said he did that joke, said saw him do that joke, and then uh, all of a sudden, because he read it, so he first did the joke in 1989, no, 1998, not 89, 1998, he did the joke on Comic View. And then 2018, he did the joke again, and he said in 2018 is when Seth saw him do that joke and said, oh, you funny, da 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 And then a year later, 2019, he does the joke in his comedy special. Mm-hmm. And Kat said a lot of stuff that, you know, people are questioning if it's true or not. You know, he was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be in Hollywood that bad to where I need to wear a dress. And when you, when you think about it, a lot of these comedian actors, they have Chris Rock has done a movie and was in a dress. Chris Tucker... I don't think he was in the dress, but he was. They did make, he did play a gay character in Fifth Element. Um, Kevin Hart did a movie where he had on a dress, and people found the, the picture. I don't know what movie it was, but they found the picture of him in the, it was a purple dress, and he had like a strawberry blonde wig on to go with the dress. Um, they showed Chris Rock. He, like I said, he did a movie with he out on the dress. They showed you a lot of, a handful of comedians. Because you know the internet pulls up receipts. It was a handful of comedians that did roles where they wore a dress. But one thing that Cass said, I don't think was kind of shocking. It was it was something shocking, but not really shocking. He said that in front of in front of his agency, Harvey Weinstein told Cat Williams he would suck his dick. Now. We don't know how true that is because we don't know what he didn't mention, like the agency that he was a part of at the time that this happened. But he said, yep, he said Harry Weinstein told him that he was, and it's like, 
that he mentioned Diddy partying with Diddy, and he was like, nah, I'm good. But then, you know, when he mentioned Diddy, the internet went, went, you know, diving, went deep sea diving, and I came up with some pictures of all the names he mentioned. They found pictures with them and Diddy. So you got Kevin Hart was in a lot of pictures with Diddy. It was Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and Diddy. Uh, Diddy, Snoop, and somebody else. I think Kevin Hart. I'm I'm not sure. I know it was Diddy in the middle, Snoop. No, I think it was Steve Harvey, Diddy, Snoop. And I think Diddy was in the middle. Snoop was on the right, and and, um, Steve Harvey was on the left. And they show you a lot of these celebrities that were in pictures with Diddy. So they wasn't just like, you know, Diddy's. Because, you know, a lot of people said, even Jamie Foxx uh, said, mentioned how he met Diddy. And he said, Diddy told him he'd throw parties. And Jamie let him throw a party. Yeah. Because you, know, you see the situation Diddy's in now And it's like damn If all them people was going to Diddy's parties Did they know this was going on And it said nothing Just like you might find people That are in pictures with R. Kelly Before all this, all that stuff came out Did they know and said nothing. Because Jaguar Wright was also saying, like, saying stuff about Diddy and all, most of the people Kat mentioned. But people, you know, people were like, okay, she was saying this stuff for years, but if you was there at Diddy's parties, then what was you, what was you doing? If Diddy was doing all this at his parties, what was you doing there? <laughs> yep. So, you know, it's, and people are still talking about it. Because, you know, people have their podcasts. People, you know, you know, other comedians doing people's shows. So people ask them questions and they give their opinion. And it's like, you know, to say some of the stuff. Like when Cat mentioned Phase on Love and said he wasn't a good big worm on Friday. So the reason why Chris Tucker didn't want to do another Friday is because he didn't want to be labeled, you know, a smoke for smoke, you know. You know how when you play a character You get typecast, and he didn't want to be typecast, like typecast of the smoky character, smoke weed in real life, and so he didn't want people thinking out of him. But that was, I think Friday was Chris Tucker's breakout role as an actor, because after that, he done did Rush Hour, 
like I said, he did fifth element, he did rush hour. Um, and he was probably in some other movies. But I get it as an actor, you don't want to be typecast because when you get typecast, it only puts you in that one specific role, and you don't want that. You want to, as an actor, you want to show your range. <clears throat> he talked about the beef that Steve had with Bernie, brought that up, and Faison was like, because he said the Kings of Comedy tour was Steve's tour, and you know when it's your tour, you're the closer. But because he said Bernie, he, he said Bernie was so good that people would, that people our people were leaving because said I think either said went first then DL or DL went first then said then Bernie Bernie killed it so after that they left because phase down love confirmed what Cat was saying and he said that people were already in their cars and the parking lot ready to go home when it was time for C to hit the stage and I think. He said, and that's why I think Steve went to switch with Bernie, had Bernie go last, so that he can get his time in telling his jokes. And can't say you know Bernie's the king, you know. He said, "Don't matter, Bernie. Go first, last, second, or third. He's still gonna kill." And you was mad at that. You know, it's crazy. And you know, when you when you do an interview, and people pay attention to the interview, and you say things. You know people are going to deep dive, do a deep dive to see if it's true or not. And that's what the internet's been doing, and they've been posting receipts. Bernie Mac's daughter has a podcast. She She hasn't talked about this. She hasn't talked about it, but... He did make a TikTok video and said that people were asking what she thought about what Kat said. And she said she never got to meet Kat, but there are some comedians because of her father that she did get to meet. She said she never got to meet Kat. She said she wished she would. She wished she would have. And she said, well, since her dad, she said, my dad's been gone for 15 years. I ain't been in the comedy space since my dad been gone. So I don't know what's going on. And I understand that. I definitely understand that. Kids, and I'm, you know, and I'm no longer doing radio, and I pass it on to my kids, you know. Like, I pass doing radio on to my kids, and and then, you know, you know, your mom was great doing radio, 
and they might say something about right? that I get it you was you was around when your dad was in comedy, but he's no longer here. He's been gone for 15 years. So it's like when people bring shit up, it's like we don't know. So, yeah. So it's been, you know, it hasn't really died down yet. It will die down the cat situation. But as long as people keep um, going down the rabbit hole and finding stuff, that cat interview is not going to die down. And he did, after doing that interview with Shannon Sharp, he was in Houston doing a comedy show. Cause there's a video, I came across a video clip of him doing his doing a comedy show. And not only did he do an interview with Shannon Sharp. After doing the interview, he did an interview with Willie D. Willie D is one of the members of the Ghetto Boys. And Willie D has his own podcast. And Cat did an interview. I didn't watch it because he's, I think because that Shannon Sharp interview went so viral that Willie D is probably going to ask him, you know, was that like repeat what Shannon already asked him. Because when, because you know on YouTube, when you like land on a video, it'll let you hear sound bites, a little, a little bit of the sound bite, and you know if you want to watch the video or not. And when Willie D started talking about he's from Cleveland, but no, Cat is from. He's from Ohio, but Captain Cincinnati, Ohio, and not—is it? He's not from Cleveland. I think he said Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken. But he—he's from Ohio, and um, so yeah. And I'm sure people probably, but Willie D is not going to get the big views like Shannon did, but he's going to get some views on it because. People are going to tune in to see if Cat has more shit to say that he didn't say with Shannon Sharp. Yep. So, um, we're going to go into this next topic. So, for those of you who watch the show TGIS, you notice starting, was it Monday? Because they was on the break, so last week, um, last week Monday was you know the first day of the new year. Uh, so they were on break. So I think this no last week. Last week they did they did have uh, they were on and. Carolina Sanchez so then as if you notice Funky Dineva wasn't there and Funky Dineva did a video saying he left TGIS saying it was a money situation saying it was the money situation like the money situation they signed contracts Alan Claudia signed a two year contract he only signed six months and when the six months was up you know if he, he can renew it if he wants to he didn't want to because before he got 
with TGIF. He was, you know, making videos on YouTube and and stuff like that. And he felt, you know, he said like, if if they were doing two shows, two two shows a week, that was Monday, and it was when. No, it was Wednesday and it was Friday that they would do two shows a week. And he said during the two shows a week, they were getting paid, let's say, $20 an episode. And then when they went five days a week, it went from 20 to 17 down $3. But they were saying to him, but you're still getting a lot of money. But He's saying that with his YouTube channel, he he can make the same amount that they're paying him with his YouTube channel. And I think that's what he's doing. He decided to, he's like, and also he said in another video that why am I helping another, you know, another network when I got my own channel? could be building out and, you know, he's already making money. So, yeah, that's one to pay. And then it's like going five days a week, he has no time to make videos on his YouTube channel. And so... So he left, and, you know, Claudia and I wished him well. You know, you know they said what they said, you know, about him being gone. It should have been left alone, but Claudia, I guess, made a social media post, video about it, and he didn't like that, and... Um. It's like he's pissed off, and I, I don't. He's pissed off, and I think he's pissed off with Claudia. Because the last video I just watched of his, he said there are people I should have punched in the face, and I'm like because him and Flame got had a, t- I don't know if you could call it a beef, but they got into it before. You understand know saying they got into it before, and it's like, damn, you got a person I don't get along with pulling in on my spot, and I, I, I get it. I'm do, I'm doing radio, but let's just say this is somebody else's station, not my own, and. I say, oh, I can start my own station, da 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 da, and then they have somebody I don't get along with filling in my spot. That's kind of that. I guess to him that might seem kind of shady. It might seem shady to him. To me too, might I think it's kind of shady that you would um if I don't get you would have somebody I don't get along with fill my spot. Like, I get it. 
He's live right now. He got 17K watching. And you know what's crazy, though? I'm not even live right now. No. It's live right now. And it's has, and it says 17K watching. Put it on because, you know, I don't want to interrupt in the show. But when he went and... Um, TJF is on right now at the same time. Now I'm gonna I'm go to TJF is live right now. And right now it says 3.6K watching. Funky Dining got 1,700 people. More than that's crazy how. He got more people in his lives than TGIF. And the most TGIF has ever done as far as numbers of people watching while it's live, K. So that means that a lot of people were there because of Funky Dot. You have to think about it. A lot of people were there because of Funky Dineva. I know who Claudia is. I know who Al is. But I think I tuned in, really. I still watch, but I think I tuned in because of Funky Dineva. That's the crazy thing. The craziest thing when you watch, when you watch a show... And you watch a show, and you only and you only watch it because of one person that's on the show. Like I watch a reality show called Chasing Atlanta. I started watching it because Oliver, Oliver Twist, who's on that show. I, that's the only reason why I started watching it because he was on that show. And I say, because it's a reality show with, with, with gay men and women, gay men, trans women, you know, you say, oh, this is not, this wouldn't be a show for me because of the, the people that's in the show. But I, I only started watching because Oliver was in it. And Oliver, I've got to know who Oliver is through T.S. Madison. And, you know, yep, I got to know Oliver through, so when he was on that show, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And now I like it. <laughs> I like the show. But this is crazy. Crazy. What's crazy is with Funky Dineva, everybody's talking about him leaving and his reasoning for leaving. And um, and it's like, wow, everybody's talking about it. 
Oh, uh, no. Yep, they are talking about it. Because it says here, a lot of people doing their own little commentary on it. It says, Funky Daddy destroys Claudia, destroys Claudia Jordan and Foxo in ratings. Because, like I said, they did 3,000, they had three 300K people in the chat while PGIF was live. And while Funky was live, he had 14, it's at 14.7K tuned in while he was live. A lot of blog sites and podcasts are talking about it. He's live right now in the set 17K watching. I went to Fox Souls YouTube and it said it's live. It doesn't say it's TGIF, but it said it's 3.6K. Two days in a row. And then he's going to go on air at 8 o'clock again, the same time as TGIF. And if, if the numbers keep going higher and higher, that that, that should let you know that um, that TGIF is only doing good because of Funky Dineva. Crazy, y'all. Yeah. Mm. But when he left, and he he shared he shared that he that he left Fox Soul. He said him and Claudia and Alice so good because even Claudia said, you know, we're gonna get together. We're gonna get to we're gonna, you know, come out there to where he's at in Miami and they're gonna hang out. But now with all this drama, I doubt if he's gonna I doubt if they're gonna go hang with him. But Corey did an interview with Conscious T V and she said in that interview because Conscious asked her what made her start the show P G I S she said, I wanted to do a show, kind of like, I guess you could say kind of like The View, but with with men, you know, because he asked her what she's feeling, did she take the idea from Nene, because Nene was going to do a show, and she had, I think it was three or four gay men, and when they showed you the intro, and they showed the intro, of her show, it was like this per this gay person he reads. This one does this. This one does that. And it was like it didn't come off. It didn't come off right with with people. It didn't come off right with the viewing people. They didn't like it, so it didn't happen. It didn't happen, but. He asked her, did she get that? 
take Sionini's idea. And she was like, no, and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm just saying. And she did like a two, close to three-hour interview, or maybe three, with Conscious. And, you know, they brought up Funky Doniva and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's live right now. I don't want to unmute the TV to put the noise in the back unless he's talking about something I'm talking about to give context to what I'm talking about. That's the only reason why I will unmute it. But other than that, no. Um, I'll probably watch the video later. But I'm looking at the numbers. Because, num- like, it'd be, like, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people in there, and he'd be, like, um, you know, he would say stuff. And like hit the like button with your to all the wide back girls. Hit the like button. <laughs> Cause like we got all these people in here, but none of y'all not hitting the like button. <laughs> yeah. So. I think it was last week sometime. There's a bunch of cop cars at the mall in Miami. And they're trying to, well, Chris Brown put it out there to try to say it was aliens. That something happened at the mall and all of the cop cars was there because they're trying to say it was aliens. And then Claudia said, when I watched CGI yesterday, and they talked about what he said on his Twitter, which is now X. But what he said, the comment, he, the post he made, he was like that there was footage from that day and that images were blurry. That the images from that day was blurry. But it does Yep. So, yeah. I hope that, you know, Funky Dineva and um, Claudia squash, whatever it is, because she was good enough to work with. Now, all of a sudden, you got beef with her. And then there was a video that was posted that said, that he posted that I, that I didn't get to look at yet, that I wanted to look at. I was hoping to do it before the show, and then I can talk about it. And that is, I get some. Um, and that is this. Um, it says, "Flame Monroe." Then it says, "Kay just called me with Flame Monroe on the phone." And then he talked about Rebecca A. Fox. And what she said when TMZ asked her, does she agree with Taraji? And then she, her response was, I don't have those kind of problems. And then he also talked about the my aliens in Miami. With, so I think I'm going to 
because I don't know which part he's talking about first, but I think I'm going to play the video. He talked about, you know, there being aliens in Miami, but. And. what it is. 
if your interest is to broker peace with me and thus have some type of understanding, what are we doing it publicly for? I don't know Flame's intentions, and I don't know Tasha's intentions, but I have no interest in putting on a show for the people. Because the only thing that's going to happen is me and Flame going to get to arguing while it's being recorded, and then now it's going to create this whole train of YouTube drama. I'm not interested in it, all right? I don't have a problem with Flame Monroe. Flame did an interview on The Breakfast Club that, in my opinion, was pandering to the straight people. It was very anti-LGBTQ, very anti-trans, in my opinion. I did a video on it from my understanding. With, from my understanding, that video upset Flame, all right? And she has the right to be upset. And from that moment on, that was years ago, from that moment on, Flame has been going around saying the most inflammatory, ridiculous things about me, down to me being a mess head, a crackhead, all these different things that are not true. But I really don't care. I don't know this lady. As it relates to Fox Soul, when her name was brought up, I made the comment, that bitch will not be on this show as long as I'm sitting here. And I stand by that. In what world do you invite somebody onto your platform that talks shit about you on a consistent basis? Those are the only two references Flame Monroe or anyone has of me ever making any reference to Flame. So as far as this, I throw rocks and hide my hands. Where are these rocks? I encourage anybody to please go online and find any video footage, any social media footage of me saying anything about Flame Monroe. I don't talk about Flame. I don't know that lady. And furthermore, I don't have a problem with you, Flame. I really don't. People think what I got going on with Fox Soul right now has something to do with Flame. I'm here to let y'all know, and I'm here to let Flame know. Flame had a micro-infusion facial. Okay. Sorry about that. Baby, did you have nothing to do with you whatsoever. You are just being used as a pawn in a bigger game. I promise you what's going on right now with me and whomever has nothing to do with flame, nothing to do with flame. And since I'm already on the topic, you know, flame, I'm here to let you know, baby girl, you know, the phone call you made on three-way to Al about, you know, oh, you know, uh, the bitch that said he'll never be on the show, I'll be sitting next to you Monday. Kudos to you, baby. Kudos to you. You don't have one up on me, baby. You're sitting in a seat that I vacated. I quit. And what I said held true. You would not be there as long as I'm there. And I'm gone. You can have it, baby girl. I walked away. And quiet as it's kept, you being there really didn't help them much because we saw the numbers last night and we saw my numbers. At this point, they're going to need Michelle Obama sitting in that damn seat to help them. Like I said, I'm saying it once, I'm saying it for the masses, and this is what I would have said to Flame on the phone. If what I did in that Breakfast Club interview offended you to the point, Flame, where you're still upset years later and, and you got to hurl insults and, and all these types of things, then I apologize. I do. 
explain, I really do feel like sometimes your commentary about the community panders to the straight and is dangerous to the community. And if that offended you, Flame, I'm sorry. But let the record reflect. I do not have a problem with Flame Monroe. I do not have a problem with Flame Monroe. I do not have a problem with Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe, you, Fox Soul, and TGIF, I wish y'all all the best, baby. You can have a seat. Do good, Mama. Thank you and be blessed. Moving right along, child. The people is mad, honey. The people is mad, honey. They say, okay. So you have, so he has no beef with Flame Monroe. But Flame Monroe was mad because she did an interview in the Breakfast Club, and he made commentary about the interview, and she didn't like what he said. And so now you hear him say, you know, Tasha K calls him with Flame and says she wants to record it, and he said that Flame said, you want. You want to throw rocks and hide your hands? He was like, "What rocks? What rocks? What rocks am I? What rocks?" I thought they had beef, but he said they don't. And and that is kind of you calling me out to blue to have me have a talk with this person, and you want to record it because. The reason why I think Tasha K wanted to record it is because she wanted to use it as an exclusive for for what for her for her site for her podcast. She wanted to use it as an exclusive, like oh, I got flame and funky to talk, and doesn't squash their beef with a beef they didn't have. <laughs> And he he just said it. He said, as long as you're sitting on that in that seat on Fox Soul, Flame was not going to be on the show. And now that he left, they got Flame. Said while he was in that seat, Flame would have never been a guest on the show. She wasn't, and they've been doing that for what three years, and she ain't been a guest. And now that Funky's gone, all of a sudden now. You you want to book her as a guest? That that that's strange. Even though he said the beef was imaginary, and I agree, I agree with Funky on that. Right, I agree with Funky on that, and and it's like I agree, and but when you think about it, right? If you ask his coworker. And supposedly friend, and you knew, you know they had this. And if he told you they had this imaginary beef, and that's why she would never be on the show while he's there. And then as soon as he leaves, you book her for the show. Because if you if you book, you could have got any comedian to do that. You didn't have to take flame. Because flame is there for the whole week. Everybody who's filling in is going to fill in for, the, for a whole week, and then they're going to get somebody else. So Funky Seat is going to keep being wrote. Funky Seat 
is going to keep being in rotation until they find somebody permanent to take Bungie's place. Yep. And I doubt if they I doubt if they do. Like when Claudia was going to have T S fill in, that Carolina fill in while she was gone because she was filming a movie and stuff like that. So they had, you know, T S fill in, Carolina fill in and then they the first week back they had Carolina fill in and now the second week of playing. Like you said, they don't have beef, but people are assuming they have beef. People are assuming they have beef. All because of commentary he did on her interview that she did in the Breakfast Club. He said ever since then, she's been talking about him. Like he's a crackhead, this and that, meth head. She's been playing my moment saying all of that. Uh, just, that's crazy, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. This is over. I'm going to finish watching the video. But on to what Vivica said. Vivica said, well, you, you know what I was saying about Vivica, when they when TMZ asked her about, when TMZ asked her about what Taraz has been saying, she said, you know, she gave a response. has nothing to do with me. You know, people want to run with that and say, Make it feel like she's being shady to the situation. There is there is disparity, pay disparity. Because look at if you friends, friends negotiated a million dollars. The cast of friends negotiated a deal of a million, I think, a million dollars an episode. And Friends was on for, I think, nine or 11 seasons. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Friends did that. And then, you know, when people try to negotiate their contract, you know, they get turned down like nope. They're like nope. Like I'm if there's another season I'm not coming back. And if you're one of the main characters that messes up the flow of the show. If you if you if you're an actor is an actor or actress on a TV sitcom and you negotiate the your your contract and they won't budge and you say, well, if it gets renewed, you're not coming back. If you're one of the main characters it messes up, canceled the show and brought the show back as the Connors. And it was and he was like, Well, okay, bring it back as the Connors 
But how you going to explain how why Roseanne's gone? And uh, they killed her off. They killed her character off. They said she had some type of accident, and that's why she's no longer. We know people. I never watched an episode of The Commons, but Roseanne, when it was in, you know, reruns, I used to watch some of it. Yeah. And so, you know, because Taraji was, you know, in this situation, Taraji was like, they told them, production told them, oh, we're going to, you're going to get your rental calls, you to drive yourselves to set, to film. And as a lot of people are saying, that's a liability because something happened. That's a liability. And it wasn't until she told Oprah what was going on that something got done. But Oprah was saying, though, even though she's a producer, every, or the money situation, that comes from Warner Brothers. Even though she's a producer on the film and Spielberg is a producer on the film and whoever else is on the producer on the film, the money situation comes from Warner Brothers. And I don't think Warner Brothers is trying to shell out any money. They said it was a, to to do the color purple, it was a hundred mil, and they haven't even made that money back yet. They haven't even made their they had a big opening on Christmas, but as of lately, they at fifty something million for the color purple. Because they talked about it on TGIF, and I think one of the reasons that I think they were saying that people are not going is because it's unusable. So you're gonna get the the same. You're gonna get the same. It's the same as the original, just that. The scenes that you saw in the original is gonna the the person playing that character is singing it instead of instead of just acting it. So uh so yeah. Um of course the the one of the best scenes in the movie was when Shook Avery was walking down to the church singing the song, and they panned to her. They panned to the choir in the church, and they, you know, they because they hear it and they like, who's that singing? Who's it? You know. So I know that one's been. I don't know if that scene is going to be as good as the original because Taraji can sing, but she. It's like there are some some actors who can who can act who can sing, but they're more known for their acting than their singing. That you don't know how good their singing is because they haven't done a role where it has them singing. So yeah, um, I think what else do I want to share? We want to share with you people, with you people, before we officially out of here. It is raining 
here. Yep. It snowed over the weekend, and it rained, and it was snowing and raining. <laughs> it's like winter starts in December, and we didn't have no snow, no nothing. It was just cold. Now we get into January and it's snowing. <laughs> now it's raining, but I think this time we're probably going to get some snow. We might get some snow again. Upstate, upstate New York, they even if it doesn't snow down here, upstate New York always gets snow. And I feel sorry for those people that live upstate. <laughs> Like Buffalo, New York, they get snow and uh, damn, we don't have snow, but they got snow. <laughs> Depending on how many inches they get, you know, they cancel school because it'll be hard to get through the snow. Yeah. And like certain areas of Jersey too, where it may snow, it may rain. That's what's crazy to me is like, I remember when I lived in New York. So I was living in New York. And it's like, oh, we got chances of rain. And what was crazy that it rained. So, if you was if you was on one side of the street you was where it was raining and on the other side there was no rain. How one side is rain, the other side no rain. That experiencing that was, was like crazy to be like, What? No rain. And it's like no rain. Oh boy! What's that? We got it's a nine nine o'clock, and I'm here by myself doing the show. You know we're broadcasting on old Thunder and Exercise Radio, and I don't understand why my boy Six ain't here doing the show with me. <laughs> I don't understand. When we started last year, started back up last year, he was on the show with me. Missionary Kim was on the show with us. And, you know, we two, and then all of a sudden, it turned into me being by myself. I don't mind, but, you know what I'm saying? I don't mind, but. Well, you know, he's expecting. I guess it is what it is. It was going to be. Like I said, it's what it is. It's going to be. But for me, I like it when we're all together. So when I talk 
when I speak on a topic, we get other people's opinions, not just my own. Yep. So, yeah. And I'm, I might end it a little early because I still have another show to do at 11 o'clock to end the experience. It's crazy when you're doing two, doing two shows at once. I'm not, I mean, not two shows at once. But you got to do two shows in one day. <laughs> so yeah. Now I know y'all hear me when I do my shows. Y'all hear me talk about the online stores that we have. We have the Roadside Merch Store, Black Oak Forever Store, and um, when you go to the website, Roadside Merch, you're going to see. At the top of the page, you are going to see discount code. And the discount code for the new year is family. So if you decide to go to the World Center Merch Store and buy an item, you can use the code family to get a discount. Now, if you're, like, buying, let's say, I think one of the lower-priced items in the store, I think is the mug, and that's, like, I think $14.99. So, like, if you're going to buy the mug, I would not use the code. Let me see something here. I'll tell you. Just give me a minute. <laughs> I want to see something. Uh, I think the lowest item is the mug. The lowest item is the mug. And like I said, $14.99. And then if you add whatever the tax is, if you add what the tax is, I'll tell you what is it. Let me. Okay, let's see here. I'm just going to pick a store, and I'm going to tell you if it's worth using the code because sometimes. If you get the cheapest item, it makes no sense to use the code if it's not going to be that even with adding tax. So, so this is what it says when you go to either store. It says use code family at checkout for eleven dollars off your order. Right. And like I said, the cheapest item, well, the cheapest item on the Black Oak Forever 
in the Black Book Private Store is the mug, which is $16.99. And so let's see here. We'll click on it. Because I want to see what's the total. I don't need the mug. I'm just saying I just want to see what the total is. $16.99, the total price of the mug, right? It's an 11-ounce mug. It's black with gold lettering, right? So the shipping shipping is calculated at checkout. I am, um, let's see here. I'm trying to see something. Okay, so I'm not getting there. I just want to see what the total will be. Okay, let's click on the cart. So we know that the mug is $16.99. Let me click checkout. Because I want to see what the total is going to be. Oh, so when you go to check out, you have to put your info. But I think the tax is whatever. I think it's based on your state tax. They calculate whatever your state tax. They calculate whatever your state tax is. And I remember used to order from catalog, and I remember inside the catalog, they used to have the the chart where it tells you if you're in this state, this is what the tax would be for your item. So let's see here. So they need you to put a number, a telephone number in, right? Okay, so I'm, they have, okay, so you say deliver to this, I'm not buying the item, I just want to, Okay, I just want to see. I want to let y'all know if it's worth using the the code. Okay, so you put in your information. So standard delivery is four ninety nine. So the sales tax is dollar forty six cents, and so it's. Four ninety nine for them to deliver it, so it comes out to twenty three dollars. So, if I add the code, right? Um, I 
think the, the, the code is in all caps. So I think that's how you, as how you written it is how you uh, apply it. How you have to write it to apply it to your order. So when I put the when I put the the code in, it says sorry, this promo code cannot be applied to your order. And the reason why is because even though with the four ninety nine delivery fee, you're paying twenty three dollars. If I subtract the eleven dollars from this twenty three. Let's see. Let, let's figure this out here. We got. Let's see it. Two. So the actual price for the mug that you would pay for would be $11.44, right? But the purpose of you purchasing a product is from whoever's store is so that you get the product and they can make a profit. And by putting the code, if, let's say if it accepted the code, no one makes a profit if if you put the code in. Like if you order in a mug, they're not going to let you use the code unless you order more than one item. Right? They're not going to let you use the code unless you're ordering more than one item. Because this is what drop shipping is, is where you create the product on a site. They, and so good about it is that they ship the product for you. So you create the product, they ship it for you. That's why I like drop shipping is because I can create a lot of products and not have to hold inventory. That's what good that's what's so good about drop shipping is is the fact that I can create product and I have to hold inventory. Two ninety nine is not bad. You know, sixteen ninety nine is not bad for a price of an item. When you compare that to other sites, and so when you go to the web, when you go to the online store and you see use code, if you click on, I think if you click on the the actual code, I think you'll be able to click on the actual code word and then all the, see it says copy. And then now when you go to figure out what you want to get from this to do before, and I get the discount would be ten dollars. And so, when you think about it, because this is drop shipping and not the person themselves holding the product and, and shipping it themselves. So you know, and what I like is that you can pay with PayPal. You can do after pay. You can do Google Pay. So if you use any of those, you can pay with that. 
Afterpay, what I like with Afterpay is that if you decide to use Afterpay for the item, well, $16.99 is not a lot of money, but when you don't have it, it's a lot when you don't have it. So they break it up in four payments. So it said with Afterpay, it would be four twenty-five a month. So let's say you bought the mug with Afterpay for this for this month, you would pay four twenty-five, and the next month another four twenty-five. So that's eight fifty. Forty-four. So Twenty-three forty-four. So you would do four twenty-five, and then because it's forty-four. So, well, you know, if you get up, see me and math is not good friends. <laughs> me and math is not good friends. But yeah, you're buying. Like a more pricier item, yes, eleven dollars off. That's good. You save you save eleven dollars. You still you're saving some money, but you're also helping out the business. Because I've I've seen places where I've gone online into stores and I see their prices. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the item like these items not really worth that money. But the Black Oak Forever store is connected to the Black Oak Forever Foundation, so any money coming from the store goes to the foundation. So for those who are buying from the store, you're helping out the foundation. Just think of it as helping out the foundation. Just think of it that way of helping out the foundation. <laughs> yep, so when you go to either site, the that's the code. If you go to go to start a merch store, the code is gonna be the same. And I think on that the on the road to start a merch, the mug is fourteen ninety nine. The road to start a mug is fourteen ninety nine. And you figure so if it's twenty so with the sixteen ninety nine it came up to twenty three dollars. You figure fourteen it's gonna be or maybe at twenty twenty something dollars. Yeah, it makes so and see with drop shipping with even though with drops for me to me, drop shipping is good, but with drop shipping, the reason why you see these price points is because the person who's owning who owns this online store. So let's say it says the T-shirt is ten ninety nine, right? You you put. Your thing, whatever you're going to put on the shirt, whatever logo you're going to put on the shirt, right? It's the people who's doing the work for you, yeah, they're charging you ten ninety nine for the shirt. And then 
they figure for you to make a profit, they calculate the 1099 plus whatever it's going to cost to make the profit. And then you're going to add, you know, the, the tax and then the, the shipping because it, let's just say if I had the inventory, I have to figure out what do they charge to ship these type of items. Because the post office has has standard shipping and then they have next day air with two days in the same thing. I think that uh, UPS has the same thing where it can be shipped in the next, you get in the next two days, right? But then whatever the post office charges to ship to ship the product, I have to add that. Can you, whichever shipping company I'm using, either the post office, UPS, FedEx, whatever they charge to ship, I have to add that to the price of what I'm selling the item for. So say, like, I said, okay, this is $25 plus whatever, co- plus whatever cost to ship it. You may say to yourself, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? That's too rich for my blood. I'm not going to get the item. But it doesn't matter if you get it from me or someone else you're still going to have to pay that shipping, that shipping, unless free shipping. See, if free shipping is offered on any place you go to order an item, that some companies do free shipping because they can afford to do free shipping. And they may still give you a discount and give you a discount and free shipping. Do both. Be able to do both. But so if I say free shipping for free shipping, right? That four ninety nine goes away. You still pay the four ninety nine goes away, and you still pay. You pay the sixteen ninety nine plus the dollar forty six. So you're actually paying seventeen dollars and change for the mug because. But there's really no when you think about it for those who want to start their own online stores and stuff, when you think about it, there's no profit there. Because remember, if you're doing drop shipping, the company that's doing your drop shipping, whatever they're charging for, the, for let's say, the mug, whatever they're charging, they're going to they're gonna take their money out. For every item you sell, they're going to take their money out and you get the rest. So if the mothers, like I said, ten ninety nine, they're gonna take their ten ninety nine and you get the rest. And what I like about these drop shipping sites is that you can do samples of the item. You can have samples made of the item and then have somebody model it and so people see it a sample of it, say, oh, I like that. I'm going to order me that. And then, you know, so, yeah. 
there is a code. So the code is standing and it's all in caps. So when you use it, you go to the site, just click on it, it'll copy it, and then you just put in your information on what you're going to order, and it'll calculate it. At the, it'll take it off at the end. It's not going to take it off until you check out. So you got PayPal, Afterpay, and Google Pay. And it's going to ask you, you know, your method of payment. If you say PayPal, it's going to ask you to log into your PayPal. And if you got money in your PayPal, that money that's in your PayPal will cover it. If you have Google Pay, and then you got money in Google Pay, it'll take you to your Google Pay account. And then you will put your information in and pay for your items. Yep. <laughs> but for those who want to get into, you know, the drop shipping business, I think, but I know, you know, people, I don't never, I always want to put my stuff at a reasonable price because I know times are hard for people. And I know people want to support, but then, like, you know what, I ain't got it like that, but, you know, I ain't got it like that, but, you know, I do want to support. Like, my boy Eric, who who runs the Nighthawk Network, you know, he's like, yo, I got, he said to me, I got to go to your store and, you know, get something, but, you know, I don't have it, like, because I don't have it at the moment, but when I do, I'll get something. And and I understand. You know, times is hard for people. And, you know, and I think a lot of people are using that, are using credit cards when they want to get something, they're using their credit cards. If you don't have it, this is what I want to say to, you, to the people. If you don't have it, don't go using your credit card to get it. Because remember, that same amount that you got to pay that back on your credit card. And if you don't got the money, if you didn't have the money to buy it, you ain't going to have the money to pay it back to your credit card. Let me check to see if anybody. Oh, six finally joined me, <laughs> and I'm busy talking about drop shipping. What's up, six? What's up, six? So. So, yeah, I'm just talking, right now I'm talking about drop shipping. I'm talking to people about drop shipping. Let them know on my online store there's a code there that if they decide to order something that they can use the code, but if you get the cheapest item, the code is not going to work. Because no profit will be made. So, you know, if you want to get into like their own online store, 
that when you put those codes, those codes work on items that are high priced and not the cheapest ones because the site will tell you you can't use this code for this item. Hello? God damn it. What? Uh, is, is this is this six and road or is this just road? Uh, I understood you had a co-host, and if you got rid of them, I mean, I think you should email them or call them and let them know. It's the hard part. I didn't get rid of nobody. I didn't get rid of anybody. Yeah, well, how come I heard you for an hour and a half, and I haven't heard the, the, the gentleman that does the show with you? Well, what happened? I don't know. When the host, when the other yeah. host decides to call in, they call in. So must go on. Well, well, if if he doesn't want to do the show, then the heartthrob will do it with you. How are you, baby? I don't need the heartthrob to do the show with me. You, you remember me, heartthrob from the eighties. How are you? I'm good, heartthrob, but I don't need you to do the show with All me. Right. You, now, of course, I'll do a show with you. All you had to do was ask. So I we gotta said, get rid of that other guy. You. I don't need you, heartthrob. Yeah, we're going to get rid of that other guy. What was his name? Seven Eyes or something like that? So you're going to get rid of Six Eyes. How are you going to get rid of Six and the show is on his station? It doesn't matter. He's not there. So let the heartthrob do it. So you tell him that. You tell him you're taking his spot. Well, I don't think he'll mind. So what's up? What's up? What we're talking about tonight, baby? Uh, the Cat Williams situation, because he's he, even though it went viral, he's he's done another interview since after doing that Shannon Sharp interview. He's done another interview. I haven't watched that one, but he's done another interview. I heard I. I heard that 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 fella got ten million views in and and one day or one week something like that. It's at thirty something. I'll tell you right now. Come on and tell me. Would number. you like to have a Dr Pepper with me? You like I'm to drink a Dr Pepper with number. me? All right. I'm going to tell you the exact number on the. On it so far. Let's see. You're going to pull up Club Shay Shay. And I'm going to tell you what it is. It is. Because the, the, the actual uh, video is two hours, 46 minutes, and five seconds. Hello. Every so, it is at thirty-nine million views in six days. Oh, that gotta be inflated! No way! No way! Yes, thirty-nine million views in six days. That means everybody's going on there just about every other minute to uh to watch that. Okay, so his so. On 
Club Shay Shay. He's interviewed the same people that Cat Williams was talking about. And I'm going to pull right. up I'm going to pull up the numbers that their videos did. And I'm gonna tell I'm you I'm so happy I'm doing the show with you. Doesn't it so good? I'm so happy I'm doing the show with you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the heartthrob. I'll be on here every week uh, doing the show with this uh, lady here, Road. Heartthrob from the 80s, replacing six eyes. I'm so happy. Okay. Uh... The heartthrob and Road show. I like that. Let's see here. You're happy too. <laughs> You're listening to the Heart Robin Road Show. It's Marshawn Lynch. That's not what I'm looking for. Are you winning? No. Heart Robin Road Show. Then the Wade. Oh yeah. Stephen A. Smith, Travis and Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jacquees. No. Oh, yeah. Travis and Timberland. Omarion. Okay, here we go. Uh, Uh, let's go here. Okay. Steve Harvey also did a two-hour interview, but his is only at ten million. Now it's eight months ago. Did you used to date Steve Harvey? Did you date Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey's at ten million. That's eight months ago. Thought you did. Cast interview was six days ago, and it's at thirty-nine million. I'm looking for the Cedric Entertainer one. I don't. I don't believe that. Okay, you talked about Ricky Smiley. Um. Ricky Smiley's is at $3.7 million, so Steve's is more than Ricky Smiley's. Uh, I'm looking for specialty entertainers to tell you what numbers that one did. Show up here every Tuesday, right? What what time uh, should I call in? We start at uh, eight o'clock. 
The show is at 8 o'clock. All right, so. so uh, let's see here. So I got to be, uh, all right, like five, five or ten minutes early. I'm so excited. So, Cedric the Entertainer's. Uh, Such the Entertainer was a year ago, so uh, okay, let's see here. The full interview of Cedric. Cedric the Entertainer was a year ago, and he only did 1.7. Steve did 10 million. Ricky Smiley did 3.6. So how how did how did that And and Cash was just a day ago at at 39 million. How is that? Yeah. How is so, even there's a clip where he got where he asked Cedric that he still catch joke, and Cedric said no. But when the internet pulled up both videos of them doing the same joke, it's the same joke. Cedric just changed his from a car to a spaceship. So. And then when then there was another joke that Cedric did called Bob when he says at on his he <coughs> on his special he was like, Oh yeah, Bominicious but the joke actually came from Meshach Taylor on Designing Women back in the eighties. Meshach Taylor was talking to Suzanne and he was telling her the story about Bominicious. And he was, he said, Bominicious worked with his family. And he said, and then when Seth did the joke, he was saying, he was talking about a neighbor of his cousins. And then when he goes, oh, the cousin said, you can call, no, the cousin's like, no, his name ain't Bominicious, his name is CJ. He was saying, you can call me by my initials. When somebody pulled that up, Found out on the internet, pulled that up. It's like, Cat is right. They do these sailing jokes. Because Designer Women was in the 80s. So, but yeah. Out of all Shannon Sharp's interviews, I think Cat Williams is the highest rated one. And that was six days ago. And because people are still talking about it, they are going to um, they're going to keep going back to the interviews. Yeah. So and Shannon still dropping little clips from the interview. So, you know, 
so yeah. So yeah. Heart bar from A's. Ready to go. This is gonna I uh, I was telling my people that I'm on the show doing the show with you, so I was telling everybody about it. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Heart drop from the eighties and road. Well, I love it. I, I know I'm I have to get ready to end the show, Heartthrobs. Well, I'm still goddamn. What do you mean, end the show? I thought we'd go to 11. Uh, this show ends at 10. We have 11 minutes right, left the right. show to end the show. All right. Well, let's, you should have called let's, in at let's 8 o'clock. You should have called in at 8 o'clock. Well, I'll be there. Everybody. I'll be back every Tuesday, 8 p.m., Arthur Robin the Road Show. <laughs> so we'll I'm never so excited. We'll never. Uh, what? You heard what I said. We'll never be Heartthrob in the Road Show. Well, why not? Why would I... I didn't put up Facebook posts and everything. Tell anybody I'm on the show. Uh, so are we going to um, get new sites? Are we going to do a new logo? That's your business. There will never be a hot dog in the road show. Uh, so, yes, so we do a new logo. Everybody, heartthrob in the road show every Tuesday with the heartthrob in the road to start them. I'm so fucking excited. Oh, yeah. Not happening. Well, hell, the guy didn't even show up. It's his business. Well, I don't think he'll mind. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and post up there on the heartthrob from the 80s and road show. I'm going to go up there right now and post it. All right. That's his business. And I and I want a new logo by tonight. Uh not gonna happen. Well, you can do it in the morning after breakfast, okay. Not gonna happen. Well, after lunch, it's all right. Not gonna happen. Oh I I'm so excited. I know you wanted to do the show with me. I knew it. I knew it. Honey, I'm doing the show with Road now. Well, I have to end the show. All right. Well, see you next week. The heartthrobbing road show. No, no heartthrobbing road show. No heartthrobbing show. All right, baby, I'll see you next Tuesday. I'll see you next Tuesday. All right. Take care, America.
So I appreciate everybody tuning in to Sixteen Road and World of Thought of Radio Success Radio. We'll be back next week with another great show. Appreciate you. Uh, I'll be back at 11 p.m. with another with an edition of the Indie Experience. You can nothing but the best in indie music. Uh, at 4 p.m. on Six Sides Radio. Then you get the kids Bible study, and then at 7 p.m. then you get Bible study, Six Sides Gospel Bible study, or Six Sides Bible study with Missionary Ken. Both shows are with Missionary Ken. The kids' one is at 4 p.m., and the regular Bible study is at 7 p.m. And for the regular Bible study, the number to call is 424-243-9617. I don't know the other one yet, so I can't give you the number but that's at four. Just just Google Six Eyes Radio, and it should the show should pop up. And just click on it, and you can tune in because they'll tell you if you come back to Black so you put in Six Eyes Radio, and you just click on where it says Live Show. And the kids' Bible says just teaching the kids about the Bible. So they have a better understanding. Uh, what else? And then tomorrow's show on World Starting with you is be a week from the pages to the airwaves. Yep. We be never but the best. And well, well, you get the best in top whatever the topic is. Whatever's going on in the world will be discussed on that show one day. That's our eleven PM Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you miss any of the shows, given a road to start radio six sides, just go to blockthereal dot com forward slash road to start or forward slash six sides radio. And the station page will come up with all the archived shows that you can listen to shows. If you Google Starting Radio or Six Sides Radio, you'll see the different platforms that we are on, and you can listen to us through those platforms. So, yeah, five minutes left. So, don't forget, I love PM. I will be rocking the airways for some great. Music and I think tonight, I think tonight is, is raining and I wanted to be in a mellow mood. So tonight I may go jazz. So tonight I may go jazz. Put it in a mellow mood. Go jazz. Yes, we got four minutes left. So you can support and go to starting radio if you would like. By making a donation through either PayPal or Cash App, and the PayPal is paypal.me forward slash Road to Stardom, and the Cash App is dollar sign Road to Stardom. How you know you got the right Road to Stardom? You will see the logo. You will see the Road to Stardom logo. 
There's no picture of what I look like, so it's the logo, so that's how you know you got the... And no amount is too big or too small that you would like to donate. Your donation helps keep the station going. Yep. Your donation helps keep the station going. So I appreciate you as always. Keep rocking with your girl on the side of radio. Keep rocking with Six Eyes Radio. I'm going to continue giving you great programming. So, we're going to end the show out with this. Hey, baby. I will be there shortly. Hope you are dressed. Hope the food is ready. Can't wait. Love ya. Really? Was it worth it? Now he'll never make dinner, never again. And several people won't make it home. Texting. It can wait. No texting while driving. Brought to you by Six Eyes Radio.